Good morning, church, and thank you for joining me today as we get ready to study the Word of God together. I want you to go to Acts chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. As we read, the Word of God says this, One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. And when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him. I want you to notice this. The Bible says that they saw him and recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. I want to speak to you this morning on the subject I've titled, The Everyday Struggle. Before we get to this, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for another Sunday morning. Lord, we're stuck at home still and we're still at your mercy. But Lord, this is the day, Lord, that we come to worship you. We've come to study your word together as a church. So Holy Spirit, I would ask that you would use me to speak your word today, that you would bless everyone who hears it today. Help us to learn and apply it to our lives as we surrender this message to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As we look at Acts chapter 3, I want to speak to you on the everyday struggle. As I read Acts 3, I noticed this man who was crippled from birth. This man had a struggle. He was poor. He was begging. He was out in the temple courts hoping to get some money from people. And when I looked at this man's life, I realized something that the Lord began to speak to my heart about. The greatest struggle that this man had was not his disability. It wasn't even his poverty. The real struggle that this man had is found in verse 2. The Bible says in verse 2 of Acts that the man was crippled from birth and he was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful where he was put, here it is, every day. That's the real struggle. You see, because I believe that when you go through a struggle that's maybe for a moment, you can handle it. If a struggle is for a season, you can endure it. But I really believe that the greatest struggle we have today is the everyday struggle. It's when you find yourself in the same struggle day after day after day. It's when you find yourself having the same problem every day. Our greatest struggle is when we really have this problem every day that doesn't change. And every day of this man's life, he was carried. 
And every day of this man's life, he begged. And every day of this man's life, he laid crippled. So the truth is, the real struggle in this man's life is the same struggle that many of us carry. And I believe it's the everyday struggle. It's the things in your life that don't change. It's the things in your life that remain the same. It's those moments that we could handle. It's the season of hardship that we can endure. But what do you do when you find yourself having the same problem every day? That's when you begin to really think that nothing could ever change. I believe that it's there that people begin to really lose hope. When you have the same problem every day, it's very difficult for you to believe that something can change. So maybe you find yourself today in the same struggle. And every day is the same thing. It's no wonder that today when we have the same problem every day, we really begin to lose hope. You know, I thought about what we're going through right now as a nation. I remember the first week we were on lockdown. You know, it didn't seem so bad. Okay, I get to stay at home for a week. Maybe you were excited at one point that you were going to have your children at the house and you were going to help them with school. But what happened after one week became two and two weeks became three? And now we're a month into it and many people find themselves losing their minds protesting out in the street for change because I really believe that when it's a problem we have for a moment when it's a problem we have for a season we can handle it but when it's a problem you see yourself finding every day that's when the devil really begins to work his destruction when you find yourself in the same marital problems every day and every day your marriage is struggling. It's when you find yourself single after months, after years. That's when you really begin to think nothing's ever going to change. It's when you have those financial burdens every day. And every day you're struggling to put food on the table. And every day you're struggling to pay a certain bill. It's when you find yourself with the same sickness the same health problems every day. See, I believe this morning, many of you are struggling like this man with the everyday struggle. And what makes the everyday struggle so dangerous, because it really is, is that at some point in the everyday problems, you really begin to lose faith. You really believe that nothing's going to change. You lose hope. You allow discouragement and fear to settle because you tell yourself, every day's been the same. So why would it change? You find yourself in the same problem every day, the same sin every day, the same addiction, the same burden, the same circumstances. And now you've reached a place that you truly believe it will never change for you. Of all the struggles a Christian can have, the everyday struggle, in my opinion, is one of the most dangerous. 
Let me explain to you through a story we all are familiar with. And that man is Samson. In Judges chapter 16, verse 16, remember, Samson was a strong man. Spiritually, the Holy Spirit was with him. And you see that Samson would tear gates open in cities. He would defeat lions. He would handle these massive armies by himself. So Samson represents when you're spiritually strong and physically and everything's great. But notice, when Samson was defeated, we tend to think it was because he lusted after Delilah. And you find Samson in the end of his story in chains, in bondage. And when you ask yourself, how did Samson get so far from God? How did Samson give in to the temptation? How did the enemy really get a hold of Samson? It's found in verse 16. Notice the strategy the enemy had. See, Samson had these enemies, like we have an enemy called Satan. And the enemy had a plan to use Delilah. But look at Delilah's strategy. The Bible says that with such nagging, notice, she prodded him day after day until he was tired to death. But notice what she did. She nagged him. But she didn't just nag him, show me your strength. Why are you so strong? Tell me why you're strong. Samson, please tell me why you're strong. Notice her strategy. She nagged him day after day. See, there comes a point. The first day she nagged him, he was able to handle it. The second day she nagged him, he was able to hold on strong. But after the same thing, Every day, day after day, there came a point that the Bible says he got tired, tired to death. You see, that's what Satan wants to do in your life. You may find yourself at one point spiritually strong. You might find yourself with strong faith, strong convictions. But see, the devil knows If he could get you to believe in the everyday struggle and every day you have the same problem and every day nothing gets better, there comes a point that you get tired. It's at this point like Samson. You just want to give in. You just want to give up. So I wonder, what is it that you're carrying with you every day? Are you feeling tired? Are you convinced that you should just give up and stop really believing that things are ever going to get better? I believe that someone here this morning is caught up in the everyday struggle. And that's why this man in Acts chapter 3 really grabbed my attention. The Bible says that he was crippled. Yes, he had his burden but he was crippled from birth. And every day he was placed there to go through the same thing time after time, day after day. Day after day he begged. Day after day he laid on the ground. If anyone could have believed that life would never change, life would never get better, was this man. But I want you to notice that one day when he thought it'd be like yesterday, 
He thought it'd be like always. One day, God changed everything for him. And unexpectedly, the Lord came through with a miracle. And his life was completely transformed. And he experienced such an amazing miracle from God. His life was never the same again. See, stories like this remind me that even though you find yourself for a season in the everyday problems, and there's something in your life that doesn't stop, and there's a struggle in your life that doesn't change, and there's a trial in your life that keeps happening and keeps going on, don't ever lose hope that God can still fix it. Don't ever stop believing that God has a miracle for you. The same way God came through unexpectedly and changed this man's life forever. All God needs is one moment. All God can do is one day change everything for you. So I don't know who you are this morning, but you find yourself in the everyday struggle. You have the everyday problems with your spouse. You have an everyday problem with your children. An everyday problem financially, an everyday problem physically, an everyday struggle spiritually, whatever your everyday struggle may look like, believe that God can change it in a day. We can never lose hope. I thought about the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that she had this issue for 12 years. Just imagine, for 12 years. This woman kept bleeding. And in that culture, that meant that you had to be outside of the city. You couldn't be with your family. So for 12 years, she had this problem. But one day, she touched Jesus as he went by. And she was healed. I thought about a woman that was crippled for 18 years. And the Bible says that for 18 years, she went to the temple during the Sabbath. What I love about this woman was that even though life was hard, and the Bible says she was hunched over and struggling, when it was the Lord's day, she went to the temple and she prayed. She served God. See, I love this woman because she was telling God, I don't care if I'm in the everyday struggle I'm going to keep worshiping you. I'm going to keep serving you. And one day, as she got up to go to the temple during the Sabbath, she had no idea that that day God would change everything. And the Bible says as Jesus was there in the temple, he took notice of her. And he said, woman, come forward. And as he touched her, she straightened up and was healed. For 18 years, this woman could have believed nothing was going to change. But in one day, Jesus straightened her out. See, I believe that right now you feel like your lives needs to be straightened out. But you find it hard to believe because you've been in the same struggle every day. Notice that this woman for 12 years, this woman of 18 years with the same struggle. And one day, God changed everything. Why wouldn't he do that for you? I thought about a man that also had a problem for 38 years. For 38 years, this man laid on a mat unable to walk. 
But suddenly Jesus just came to him. And it was there that he got up and he took his mat and he walked away healed. My point is this, church. Don't allow the duration of a struggle to determine your faith. You may have the same problem time after time, day after day, month after month, or even year after year. But see, the Bible will always remind you that God can change your life in one moment, in one day. So yesterday may look the same as today, but it doesn't mean it will be that way tomorrow. What I love about the man in Acts, however, is that when you see this man who was struggling his entire life, and you see a man that every day they carried him, and every day he had the same life, the same problem, and he could have believed that nothing was going to change. But see, what stood out to me in this passage, in this particular story, is that this man teaches us how to survive the everyday struggle. Through this passage, I'm going to teach you how to survive that season of everyday struggle. So if you find yourself having the same problem every day, if you find yourself losing hope, losing faith, believing that nothing's going to change, I believe that's going to change for you today. When you look at this passage, the man teaches us three things he did, three things that helped him survive the everyday struggle. Let me teach you what these three things are. The first one is found in verse 9 and 10. As we read this, the Bible says, when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to be sitting begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. And I want you to notice something in chapter 4 of verse 4 of the same passage. The Bible says, Many who heard the message believed, and a number of men grew to about 5,000. The first thing you need to know if you find yourself in the everyday struggle, number one, God has a purpose for it. Whatever your everyday looks like, whatever you find yourself in right now today, God is very aware of it. And God has a purpose for where you're at in your life right now. Do you not understand that because of this man's miracle, because he was healed from being crippled, it allowed Peter to preach a message using this man as an example? And he said, I'll tell you how this man got healed. He was healed through Jesus Christ. And it opened up the opportunity for Peter to use this man to preach the gospel. And when he preached the gospel, the Bible says about 5,000 people got saved just through this man. You see, what if this man never had this problem? 
What if this man never had this everyday struggle? This would not have taken place. So the first thing I want to remind you, if you find yourself in the everyday struggle, losing hope and and really discouraged, begin to tell yourself, God, you know where I am. And Lord, I believe you have a purpose for this situation. See, at the moment, the man couldn't see it. I know the man couldn't understand it. Every day as he laid on his floor, as he begged, and every day as he struggled, and every day he saw other people living life and walking and busy, he felt stuck. He felt like he was going nowhere because he wasn't. But the truth is, is that he couldn't see that God had a mighty purpose for that difficult situation he was in. And that very trial was used to bless 5,000 people. Do you realize today 5,000 people are in heaven because of this man? See, maybe God has you where you're at right now because he's going to use you as a testimony. Maybe God is allowing you to suffer because he knows that through your circumstance, you're going to be able to help other people. God doesn't let anything go to waste. So if you find yourself in an everyday struggle, understand that that could be used for God's glory. And God has a purpose for where you're at right now. If you see yourself struggling every day, don't lose hope. Don't lose this, don't be discouraged. Understand that Jesus could be used through your trial right now. Do you realize that the Bible tells us in Psalm 118, verse 24, it says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The Bible says, This is the day. I don't know if that day is a good day for you. I don't know if it's a bad day for you. I don't know if that day is like every other day and it's a struggle. But the Bible says that no matter what day that is, this is a day the Lord has made. That word made is a Hebrew word that literally translates to do an action on purpose. To do something on purpose. So what the Bible tells us is that every day of your life, whatever happens, the Lord has a purpose for it. God is doing it on purpose for a purpose. So you can survive the everyday struggle. If you stop telling yourself, it's never going to change. If you start telling yourself, oh, why should I believe for something better? Understand that every day of your life, no matter how difficult, how boring, God has it for a purpose. So if this man realized that this was for a purpose, he would never have struggled with his faith. See, I believe that God has a purpose for where you're at right now, for where I'm at right now, for our church, whatever it is. So no matter what your day looks like, rejoice in the Lord. 
Rejoice because you know that God is going to use it for His glory. The second thing that I realize about this man and how to survive the everyday struggle is found in verse 5. And it's an interesting one. What I love about this man is this very fact. The Bible says, the man gave them his attention. So this man gave his attention to Peter and John. But I want you to notice this one word that really stood out to me. And that's that word, expecting. Do you realize that when this man gave his attention, he had some expectation. That leads me to believe that this man, even though he had the everyday struggle, even though he was crippled from birth, there was something this man never lost, and that was expectation. See, the Bible says that we are to hope at all times. Do you understand that hope is the expectation of something good? The expectation of something better? Can I tell you that there are many people who lose their expectations when they find themselves in the everyday struggle? When you see yourself in the same problem every day, and every day nothing changes, there are people that actually stop expecting. They don't believe that things are going to change. They say, well, it's been years, it's been months, and it's never happened for me, and nothing good ever happens to us, and, and why would we ever believe this? You see, I believe, as a believer in Jesus Christ, no matter what our day looks like, no matter how difficult it may be for you, we can never lose our expectation. We must always remain faithful that God is up to something, that something's going to come, that something's going to happen. This is not the end. I'm not going to stay here. But see, I believe that you have convinced yourself that you're going to stay there, that nothing's going to change, nothing's going to get better. It's always going to be this way. But what I love about this man is that he still had a level of expectation. So even though he was struggling every day, he never lost his expectation. I wonder today if you've lost your expectation. If you believe you're just going to stay stuck where you're at. Nothing's going to change. There are three types of people that find themselves in the everyday struggle who lose their expectation and I want to know if you find yourself in one of these three people I'm about to talk about. The first one is found in 2 Kings chapter 4.16. This is a woman who wanted a baby. She tried and tried and tried and she never got pregnant. Her greatest desire was to be a mom. But it wasn't happening. The Bible says that at one point, about this time next year, Elijah said to her, you will hold on to a son in your arms. Notice, Elijah was a man of God who spoke on behalf of God. So through Elijah, God was telling this woman, you're not going to be here anymore. I'm going to change things for you. This time next year, things are going to look different. They're going to be better. You're going to have what you've always wanted. And notice what she did. 
when Elijah said, you will hold on to a son in your arms, she said, no, no, my Lord. She objected. She even went as far as saying, don't mislead your servant, O man of God. The first type of person that no longer expects are those that just settle. This woman settled and accepted her problem. And when she accepted this struggle, she believed it was never going to change. When you begin to settle with your problems, there are people that settle with their struggle. You settle for the everyday struggle you're in. You settle and believe that nothing's going to change. You settle and you stop believing. And I wonder if that's you today. Notice that when the man of God said, it's going to be better for you, and he encouraged her and told her God's going to change, she objected because she really believed that God could not change her situation. You see, if you're listening to this sermon right now, but you have told yourself, no, pastor, that doesn't apply to me. You don't know how long I've been in this situation. You don't know how bad things are. And if I tell you God's going to change everything, but there's a little voice in your head that tells you not for you, then you are just like this woman. You no longer expect God to really bless you. So you settle for the struggle. You get comfortable with it and you learn to live with it. But I believe that there are certain struggles in your life the Lord does not want you to get comfortable with because He's about to change. But there are many people who settle for poverty. There are many people who settle with their sickness. There are many people who settle with their marital problems. And they really believe that God can never change. So no matter what you tell them, no matter what you teach them, They really believe it doesn't apply to them. That's how you know you've lost your expectation. You no longer believe and you settle with your struggle. The second person to lose expectation is a person that we read about in Ecclesiastes 7.10. And this is Solomon. Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived. I want you to think about this. The wisest man, no one was ever as wise as this man. But understand something. As Solomon began to write Ecclesiastes, he says, this is a word of wisdom, do not say, why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such a question. So while the first person settles and loses expectation, the second person, all they think about is the time that things were good for you. These are people that call it the good old days. And you're able to look back and say, man, I wish I could be happy again like I was X amount of time ago. And I look back and I think about when I was healthy. I think about when the kids were home. I think about when I laughed. I think about when I had a a great job and great money. And I think about the past. And your mind is always on the good old days. And the reason that Solomon says this is not wise is because when you only think about the good old days, 
you convince yourself that the best is behind you and it's not yet to come. You really convince yourself for the present day and the future that it's never going to be the same. It's never going to get better. So this person loses their expectations because they believe that the good days are behind them. And that might be you this morning. In your everyday struggle, you can remember a time that you were strong. You can remember a time that your relationships were healthy. You can remember a time that you were happy. You used to laugh, you used to smile, and you look back. You tell yourself, oh, those days are behind me now. So you no longer have expectation for the present or even your future. And it's okay to look back and have those memories and be glad. But don't ever allow yourself to convince yourself that those days are behind you. The third person that loses expectation. Remember, the first person settles. The second person that loses expectation just looks at the past and thinks about the past, never embracing the future. But the third person, I believe there's a lot of these people. And it's found in John chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. The Bible is talking about here, Martha. Martha had a brother, Lazarus, who died. And it was four days and nothing happened, but Jesus came. And Jesus told Martha, I'm going to resurrect him. And when Jesus showed up, Martha's a little upset with Jesus. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. But Martha answered, I know. He will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. You see, this is the type of person that loses expectation for life here on earth. This is a person that convinces themselves that the only time things are only going to get better is when we're in heaven with Jesus. Martha began to speak about the eternal life, not her life here on earth. And while it's true, heaven's going to be great. Heaven's going to be the best thing we've ever experienced as believers. But God doesn't want you to just wait to die and be in heaven to be happy. He wants you to have joy here on earth. But when you find yourself losing expectation, you might either settle and never believe. You might be like the second person and only look at the past and never embrace the future. Or you might be like Martha and only think about the future and never the present. You're telling yourself, oh, I can't wait to get to heaven. You tell yourself, oh, when we all get to heaven, it's going to be great. And I'm going to be with the Lord. And that is very true. And I don't want to take that away from you. But see, God wants you to be blessed here on earth. So if you tell yourself things are never, are never going to get better until I'm in heaven, you are ex accepting a miserable life here on earth. Do you think that's what God wants for you? Do you think that's why Jesus died on the cross for? For you to mope around every day with the same struggle, just waiting to die and be in the presence of God? But we realize that Jesus said no. 
and he raised Lazarus there on earth. So while Mary was thinking only about eternity, Jesus was talking about the present life here on earth. So the first thing I want you to realize, if you find yourself in the everyday struggle, God has a purpose. We see it through the 5,000 that got saved. The second thing we learn from this man is to never lose expectation. Maybe you've settled. Maybe you're only thinking about the past and the good times you had. Or maybe you're just waiting for the future kingdom of God to be happy. The Lord wants you to live every day of your life with hope, with great expectation. So whatever your everyday struggle looks like, don't allow it to cause you to lose your expectation. And lastly, in verse 5 and 6, I love what the Bible says here. The man gave them his attention, expecting, remember that, to get something from them. And Peter says, silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Walk. So I want you to catch something here. The third thing I want to teach you is to expect your expectations to fail. And I know you're thinking, well, Pastor, you just told me to live with expectation, and you should. But with that expectation, you have. Expect it to fail. You know that life is not always going to be the way you want it to be. God is not always going to work in the way you thought He would work. So while God wants you to live with hope and expectation, you need to also acknowledge that your expectations will fail. Your expectations of God will fail you. Your expectations of people and church will fail you. Your expectation of life will fail you. Notice that this man was expecting to get, it was great, he was expecting. That's, that's a, great, a good thing. But he was expecting money. And Peter told him, I don't have that. And at that moment, his expectation failed him. Maybe you're here this morning, and your expectations have failed. Your life is not what you thought it looked like. Unexpected things have actually happened. Look at where we're at today as a country. We never expected to have church at home. But the reality is, that's what life is. Even though your expectations failed, like it did for this man, God had something better. You realize that if this man got what he wanted, let's say Peter did give him money, that money would have ran out. He would have been in the same struggle every day. But when you read this story, you're, you're thankful that he didn't have money. You're thankful that his expectations failed because God had something better. And as we close, I want to tell you this this morning. You're living a life of everyday struggle you never expected. 
But this man never expected that he was going to be healed and walk. So while you live your life disappointed and hurt because of things that didn't happen, I believe that God has something better for you. You never expected to get divorced when you walked down that aisle and made your vows. You never expected to get sick. You never expected to lose your job or lose a loved one. All of us have, are living a life of failed expectations. But while we hope and expect always, believe that your expectations will fail. But when they fail and when those opportunities close and that door doesn't open for you, let this be a reminder that the Lord's way is always best. And what God is doing is better than anything you can expect or plan. So when this man, his expectations failed and he didn't get the money he wanted, it meant that God had something better. And I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but the Lord is impressing on my heart to tell you to trust Him. It's not what you wanted. It's not what you expected. But the Lord has a miracle and something better for your life. What this reminds me is that like this man, we think we know what we need. But only God will give you what you need. So I thank God for every closed door. Thank God for every opportunity that failed. Thank God for every relationship that didn't work out. Because it only means that God is up to something better for you. So if you find yourself in the everyday struggle, remember God has a purpose for it. And He's going to use it for His glory. Also remember that no matter what you're going through in the everyday struggle, don't lose hope. Don't settle. Don't live in the past. And don't just wait to die and be in the presence of God in heaven to be happy. The Lord wants you to live with hope and expectation today. And lastly, don't ever forget that though your expectations fail, the Lord's ways are better. See, I believe that God has a miracle waiting for you. So during these everyday struggles you have, Keep believing that God is up to something good and He's using this for a mighty purpose. Let me pray for you this morning. If you find yourself in the everyday struggle, losing hope, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this message. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for anyone here today who is going through the everyday struggle. Like Samson, Lord, they're tired losing strength, wondering when things are going to change and get better for them. There are those here this morning who have settled with their problem. They've made peace with it, expecting it to never change. Father, there are those that are only looking back at the good times and the good days, believing that the best days are behind them and they no longer believe that better days are ahead of them. For those who have lost their hope because their expectations have failed them. I pray, Lord, that you would just enable them to trust you 
that you have better for their life. And in this season, Lord, of the everyday struggle, let them keep believing and hoping for good. Lord, in one day you change this man's life. And I believe, Lord, that you're getting ready to change the life of someone here this morning. But until then, this is the day that you have made. So we will rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining me this morning for our Bible study. For more information about our church, you can visit our website. Also, if you plan on giving financially to our ministry, go to our website as well. But thank you for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you next Sunday as we come back together for the Word of God. God bless you. Have a great week. And remember, the everyday struggle has a purpose. Trust God. Better is coming. God bless you.